Tell me, though, what's his technique? That last strike, it seems invincible. Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist podcast. My name is Con McKenna. I'm Rebecca Hart. And I'm Carl Stout. Now we are, this is episode 99. Whoa. Hooray. Uh, (laughs) You know, episode 100 will be coming up probably next week. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, if the universe exists. I planned it to be next week, but I forgot to ask you guys if you're free next weekend. But uh, <laughs> I'm actually... Well, we'll talk about it later. Not. Okay, cool. Uh, ideally next week, but just because Contagion is coming out... Uh, weekly. Weekly, which is like... Mm. Whatever. Um, weird, but okay. So... I think it's like part of the... I think when they do this... Um, it's actually quite often to get the trade out quickly, like rather than yeah. because there's, I think a lot more people will go for trade for things like this. They can also just write a trade instead of. Yeah, but you, they seem to be like both DC and Marvel seem very reticent to do that to accept that there are a lot of people that trade weight. So yeah. it seems that they're all they're all like trying to get these last few single issue sales out of um, collectors and people who can't wait. Um, yeah. Which I understand, but I think a lot of this weekly publishing thing has been to drive the trade sales. Uh, I mean, mean that there's not as much delay anyway. I don't. Yeah. I mean, some of the stuff I'm reading, I don't think really works for trades. Like Bendis' Superman doesn't work for trades. That being said, it doesn't really work for anything because it's terrible, no. I meant but, more for these um, like ones that are clearly <laughs> like five or six issues weekly. Ah, uh, right. You know, the ones that are clearly mini series anyway, and then they just like they did it for Infinity Warps. Um, the, yeah. the, the secret warps, whatever they did it for. To be fair, even Hickman's um, X Men is twelve issues, but weekly, and the trade's coming out in December. So they want everyone to read this as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, See, yeah. I, I saw this as just them trying to get a horror comic out by Halloween. The, which, which fair as well. Um, I'm sure yeah, that that, that plays into it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, basically, we're not going to, since we're doing episode 100 next episode, we're not going to be covering this in 100. Um, but we don't really have plans 100 yet. I do have something I'm shoving in there, but, uh, we need to fill out the rest of the episode too. So, so it'll be a long time. Send us your thoughts, ask us requests. What would yeah, you like, like us to cover for, for our 100th show? Yeah, it, I mean, hell, like, we could even do like a Q&A or something. Yeah, I don't know, for episode 100. anything doesn't even have to be about Iron Fist, so, yeah. you know, I'm sure it probably would be about Iron Fist. Yeah. But it would like, help if the there same. was a connection, but it doesn't have to be. We'll answer it. Yeah, anything. no, like, uh, ask us anything. A, a Q&A, that, that could fill in some time. If there's a specific comic, that works too, but that might be tricky since there's, like, most Iron Fist comics are connected to a larger run. But I'm sure there's, like, maybe someone has this, like, standalone thing they want to get covered or something. Uh... Yeah. So, yeah, we do actually have a request <laughs> from a listener to cover a series, which is, like, I think a first. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and he requested we cover the Ultimate Spider-Man arc where they're taking down the Kingpin and it has uh, Ultimate Iron Fist in it. And I said, sure. So we'll do that after Contagion which means we'll be on a bit of a break from Joe Duffy's Power Man and I've just run for a while, but I'm sure people will live. Uh, but anyway, back to my original point. Yeah, so we're going to be covering Contagion weekly, if possible. Not next week, but we'll cover, like, two issues in one week because it's not, like, the dense. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, that brings us to... Is there any Iron Fist news? No, there is not. Uh, the... Mezzo Iron Fist figure or whatever got a bit of touching up done. Uh, Rebecca and Carl still hate it. I don't, I don't hate it. I just 
don't love it. It sounded like you. <laughs> I think his costume looks like it's made of neoprene. Is because it yeah. has weird bumps and bulges. That doesn't mean I hate. I I don't buy those models anyway, so I'm ambivalent. Like I'm like, if you like it, buy it. If you don't, go spend the money on other stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I find it takes a lot for me to hate something, but yeah, I just I don't I don't think it's amazing. Um, I'll already, put, I already put it down at my local comic book shop for them to get it for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not I'll even put, solicited yet. Of course. <laughs> like, I've already, already, already got my name written down. Oh, no, this is a new comic shop. They just opened recently. No, they don't we know. expect it of you. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. That'll be fun. Well, I mean, it'll be a picture. But anyway, moving on. Uh, what, what we are covering today is Contagion, which is a Marvel horror event. And uh, you know us, well, most of us, we, we love our horror. We love our weird body horror with things growing everywhere and looks like this. And it seems to be that's that. Danny's new little corner of the world. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm still reading The Incredible Hulk, by the way, despite the fact I know we're all laughing about the fact that I say I don't read horror, and that's the most body horror, disgusting, gross uh, comic on the shelves right now. I've it heard really it's a lot is. like um, Swamp Thing, actually. Uh, it's getting more like Swamp Thing in time. Yeah. Um, especially, and also, um, someone persuaded me to not only read the Immortal Hulk this week, uh, which I would have done anyway, but to read the Absolute Carnage tie-in, um, which was again incredible. But wow, everything is so is is very messed up for poor little Bruce Banner right now. Uh, have you had a chance to look at the director's cuts? Uh, I've been buying it digitally, oh. so I've. Uh, oh, oh! You oh. mean the ones where they they brought out the new ones? No, I've been buying it. Um, I'll wait. Yeah, the and... director, the director's cut of uh, Immortal Hulk one through four. I haven't looked at any of them to see what they actually added. Yeah, it's usually um, art scripts. Um, it's usually not that much, but enough to make it worth it. If you like, I got the ones for um, Vision because I hadn't got all of Vision, Vision individually and it was kind of worth it. And uh, it's it's mostly things like scripts and designs and how pages came together and things like that. But So it's cool, but it's not essential, essential. Excellent. Um, all right. Yeah. I, I don't have much to add because I haven't actually been reading it. So, Sorry. Uh, no, it's all you're, good. You're so, missing yeah. out since the gross head job. Whack. The I know. Whack. I was going to read that, and I saw some panels, and they look cool. Then I started reading Swamp Thing, and that's kind of filling my itch for that particular. Yeah, which is totally <laughs> fair. Uh, uh, yeah, so Contagion is like a Marvel horror event, uh, kind of like zombies, except there's like growths everywhere. But the reason we're covering it is because it has Iron Fist in it. We weren't sure how much he was going to be in it, but it was at Brisson, so we had like a suspicion that he'll be in it. Perfect. More than just uh, yeah. a big character. And um, yeah, he was on one of the covers, and Tay yeah, was on yeah. another cover. So, but well, yeah. you know, like he was he was on one cover, so we weren't sure if he was only going to be in it for like one issue. Yeah, but it looks yeah. like he's going to be in it for more than one issue. Uh, but each issue, I feel like, is going to focus on a different hero, and uh, the hero for this issue is the Thing, the lovable, the ever loving, uh, blue eyed, yeah, yeah ever loving, blue eyed Thing from Yancey Street. Uh, he's fighting off things. <laughs> things. Little um, goblins. So, yeah. Uh, so it is... Let's just get to the credits first. So the writer is Ed Brisson. The artist is... Someone else do that for me. <laughs> I have no idea. Roger... Rose Antonio. Antonio. I got Antonio. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea how that accent... Sorry, out. Mr. Antonio. Uh, it's colorist an E with a circumflex. If anybody wants to know how that's pronounced at the end of a name, yeah. Uh, colorist is Veronica Gandini. Letters is VCs Corey Petit. Cover artist is Juan Jose Rip and Jesus Abertov. Variant cover artist is Ryan Brown. 
which is uh, production design, Nick Russell, assistant editor, Lindsay Kerhick, editor, Jake Thomas. Um, Jake Thomas does the, the Iron Fist stuff as well, doesn't he? Yeah, so the cover's pretty cool. It's, you know, this thing fighting off a bunch of zombies. It's Well, they don't actually little imp things, actually. Yeah, they look like little kobolds. Which I don't think are in the issue. Just, uh, just to clear something up, more than likely that's uh, on the cover artist's that's Jesus, not Jesus. Oh. Well, it's spelled like Jesus. I'm sorry. Yeah, but they pronounce your G's with H's. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. Apologies to anyone who I mispronounced because I live on an island that's far away from everything. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no cover does its job. Yeah. Uh, even though those little gremlin things aren't in it, but you know, so what yeah, and we, they're not in it. It's just that what? one dude. What? I think they. Well, let's go through it. Did you read the issue? Oh wait, yeah. Now I see. I'm going yeah. through it again. Look, I read the issue, but it's not like it was, <laughs> you know, super memorable. Um, I like the subway driver's face. That's classic. <laughs> <laughs> But no, there's some crazy detail on this cover. Those, uh, what are they called? Molites? Mole men? What are they? Oh, that's right. I remember now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, molites, I think. But uh, there's some unbelievable, there's some work went into this cover. Well, he's, Juan Jose Reap's really good. Um, he does some, he's a really good artist. I have to say. So, oh, it's definitely yeah. detailed. It's more detailed. The colouring's really nice as well, actually. And it's got, yeah, it's a pretty nice cover. You're not wrong. But let's carry on. Let's not spend too long on the cover. All right. Let's go to page one, where the artwork takes a major step down. Uh, major. Well, people don't tend to spend quite as long on the internal stuff as they do on covers. They don't get paid takes as much. Step. It's not bad, though. I don't think it's bad. I think it's quite good, actually. I didn't. I've I like, seen I a didn't hell of a lot worse. The, I didn't go from <laughs> the cover to this and think, "Oh, this is terrible." I thought I would have been more appreciative with a centered mohawk. Okay, <laughs> but isn't that more to do with hairstyles than like the actual art? No, that's the artist. That's how your hair falls if you've got a mohawk. No, I'm pretty sure it, her it hair is. was like this before. I've it had doesn't a, start at. It doesn't start at the center and then go off. It's not going to go straight up unless you gel it, though. That's how my hair looked when I had a mohawk. Let's talk center line. Center line. Okay, it's not perfectly center line, but it's like, geez, is that the one thing on this entire page you have an issue with? The art's not bad. Oh, no, there's other things I have issues with. If you you have hair that long... (laughs) It's not going to just stick up. I think Carl's upset oh. it's not directly in the centre of her forehead. Maybe she cut it ah, badly. Right. Thank I you. Don't. I know she's blind, but... <laughs> wow. I think this is, like, Carl's... really picky, but fair. If it got to you, it got to you. For me, I was just, like, kind of like a hat. So there you go. I mean, I think Carl's a gibbering madman, but... Um... <laughs> I don't think I'd go that far. That's not nice. <laughs> no, it is true. That's accurate. <sighs> but uh, speaking of... One week we ago, on... Kunlun. Let's get started. Yes. So, obviously, a week ago, Kunlun, this is more Iron Chris related than I was going to be thinking when I opened yes. this book. Because I'm like, oh, it's definitely... Because I was hoping that... Um, I think a couple of us are hoping that the virus would be, like, Kunlun related. And uh, specifically plant people related. We don't know if it's plant people yet, but I hope it's plant people. Um, and we always uh, pronounce their names. People. Well, how Carl would you? Pr- yeah, I call. The, how? Do we, what would you say, Carl? Uh, Before you, like yeah, don't, 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 don't do this. <laughs> how would you pronounce it? And we'll say how we I, pronounce it. I got to see it in front of me to be honest. With well, you. pull it up. <laughs> yeah, come on, big man. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just want to for episode one hundred. I do want to say. Uh, speaking of horror and Iron Fist, we did have a horror Iron Fist story come out recently as well, called yep. The Phantom Limb. You guys remember us covering that last year. 
similar body horror type of stuff. So if you haven't read that yet, I would recommend reading that before episode 100. I would highly recommend reading so it So I would like 100. to say my pronunciation, because I'm willing to put my uh, money where my mouth is, I call them the Hill Three. But I generally call them H-Y-L-T-H-R-I. If you can't spell it, you're not on a great start. Um. <laughs> With an apostrophe before the first Y. But if generally, just, I call them, generally up, as everyone, I call them the plant people. But if I have to, I call them the hill three. The first the first appearance of them is Iron Fist Volume 1, Issue 2. So if you look that up, you'll be able to find them easier. Because I, I, I have the same problem as well. Uh, but yeah, guys, definitely read Phantom Limb before... Definitely read Phantom Limb. And it's a good one to read for, as part of your Halloween reading anyway. Yeah, absolutely. It's a nice Halloween yeah. story. It even has like a... Coney Island monster mash going on, so yeah. you know. Uh, let's see. Hyolithi. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I just in my head, it's like Hyolithi. It's probably not. It's almost certainly not correct. That's yeah, I don't. I my... don't. I don't think there is a correct pronunciation until we hear someone from Marvel come out and actually say it. Or in Iron Fist season three, where they make yeah. their big okay you keep, you keep hoping for that <laughs> clutch clutch tight to that Connor, because we'll notice yeah, that carl still hasn't pronounced it though i just finally pulled it up actually okay it, go so, on. even searching kunlun plant people brought up nothing on google no. which i'm kind of shocked with high lithery i'd say high one day no, we will I, find I, I out disagree. who was right but, uh, but not actually, today. I think, yeah. So, anyway, that issue aside, I liked the first page. I opened it, I'm like, oh, cool, it's Kunlun. I liked how colourful it was in the background. Again, I really like the colouring. And I like yeah. that finding out that we're still in Britain's continuity with uh, Sparrow as the UT. Yeah, and uh, also Carrie Andrews' continuity and General Ironfist continuity. So yeah, no okay, but I'm, here. you know, we've already established that Brisson was carrying on from that. I, I didn't ah, feel I had yeah, to, no. you know, go back that far, but yeah. <laughs> well, uh, uh, the only reason I mentioned that is because some people were asking me about that. Okay. Uh, if this was like current Ironfist canon, and I said, since Living Weapon, it has been yeah. the current Ironfist uh, canon. So I think people got confused yeah. because. Well, yeah, <laughs> lots of things happen. But. Honestly, Brisson's, uh, I don't think anyone's taken away from what Brisson has dropped. I think people have added to it, but I don't think anyone, a single person has ever ret- retroconned anything he's done. Are you sure you mean Brisson and not Andrews? Because no one's actually written Iron Fist since Brisson. Well, I guess I mean the Andrews, Phantom yes. Limb. But yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That, uh, due to certain info I've acquired, I believe that was Marvel editorial wanting to set it in the past with the white costume thing. Um, but like that whole thing is really unclear, so I'm not sure, but I don't think that retcons anything from this, but there is continuity errors there, but you know. They're not, they're not the worst continuity errors. There's been worse, like Bender's just having the UT back in Avengers vs. X-Men with no explanation, because he doesn't read comic books. Um, and he's a hack, and he sucks. I disagree, uh, but I disagree. In t- I, I mean, I, disagree. I, 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 I do have issues with Bendis, but I wouldn't say he's a hack and he sucks completely. So. If you read his new Superman issues right, last week, I know, there were some I, of the I worst... Know. I, I understand you don't like them, but some people are enjoying them, and I don't think we should like totally diss I don't know things if... that some people are enjoying. And in the but... same way, as I don't like what Bendis did with Iron Fist. We all know I don't like what Bendis did with Iron Fist, but there are Bendis comics I've read that I've enjoyed. Me too, but I'm not talking about the treated Superman or anything. Like the the issues themselves, their structure, the way they just abandoned every plot thread in the previous issues, so he could just focus on something else, like his character that he just created. It's, like, the most see-through, artificial thing I've ever read. I'm not, like, I don't think... I I don't think anyone has actually enjoyed it. I would be confident in saying that. But I will be talking about that on my other podcast later. So, uh, 
<laughs> you'll get to hear it all I, over again. Well, um. <laughs> I just think generally we should always accept that we don't have perfect taste ourselves. Maybe. So it's always just I, our opinions. Yeah, I know, but this this is like I mean, even even when I talk about something I really hate like The Last Jedi, I understand that there's people who like it, but this Yeah, this isn't like a nitpick thing for me. I just thought it was just like how did editing let him anyway. Um I'll go into that later on another thing. So yeah, let's get back to this first page. <laughs> yeah. I have some I have some serious problems with some of the uh written dialogue <laughs> on these pages. Okay. Which is yeah. Like would you constantly ask a blind person to see and look? Uh some people do. On the basis that yeah, I mean that that first one the thing well people do is the truth. I mean I I don't I don't know. It is it's actually I would say like it didn't bug me that much because it's Kunlun, but he does keep saying it and even yeah. like she's obviously like feeling her way around the room and sniffing. Yeah. And he's like, Well you can see and he's like I'm like no she can't. <laughs> yeah. I mean it doesn't bug me that much, but it is it is a bit silly because he does keep saying it. <laughs> um, but at least it's like it could be worse because it, cause it could be drawn like she's looking at it, mm-hmm. but it's not. Because that, that does happen. I read a lot of Dev Dev and people seem to forget he's blind sometimes. So, yeah. So, Sparrow and one of the, I'm guessing, other female guards or male guards? I can't really tell the... I thought he was just like a monk. Yeah, he The gender like of the, the person next to them. They look male. Is over. Is, um... Hanging out on a balcony, and someone calls out to her as the UT, which she is now, and says, there is something you need to see. <laughs> and next on page two, we're in some building, and a guy has a lit lantern saying, six days ago, three of our men discovered this staircase beneath the temple floor. This one guy's lifting a trap door that... Doesn't really look like it would be hiding. But there's some rubble on it, so there might have been something above it covering it, like an altar. Now they're heading down some stairs, and the UT Sparrow kind of reminds me of Baroness from G.I. Joe. (laughs) But that could be just because of the red circle on the chest. They're saying that none of their records show that this staircase should even exist, so they... So uh, they went to investigate this discovered catacombs under the building, a labyrinth of tunnels. We nearly got lost ourselves several times as we looked for them. And then we see this disgusting green stuff oozing out of the nose and mouth, bubble-covered... Yeah, the, the sort of fungal-like infection. Torso um, head. Yeah. So, and she's kind of... Uh, you know, I don't want to say look. I'm just going to say, I'm, she's just kind of looking around the room. Um, and, oh, she doesn't touch anything. No. Uh, but, yeah, they, they had been barricaded in this room. And it took them several hours to break through. So, you know. This is the other thing is, like, this is a new regime in Kunlun, so there's probably a lot of stuff they don't know about that's hidden away. And... We all know the old UTs love to hide horrible Everything. secrets <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, from people. So who knows what they have hidden in these catacombs? Mm. Um, this could just be the tip of the iceberg. Uh, but yeah, and then there's two others that are covered with a similar substance. And it yeah. smells of foulness and rot. And then there's someone missing. Where is the third man? Then we get the big contagion uh, with all the writing credits and stuff. And we go all the way from Kunlun to Yancey Street in New York, where we get to our uh, ever-loving blue-eyed protagonist for the issue, The Thing. Yes. Who's going shopping. For cat litter. Yeah. Yeah. My area of expertise. (laughs) 
Scented, unscented clay, silica, pine, walnut shell, geez, it's enough to make your head spin. Because they have cats now, him and Alicia, in case anyone didn't know. If you've been reading the Fantastic Four comic, they have cats. Who's writing that? Uh, Slot, Dan Slot. Is it good? Uh, Look, I'm not still reading it because my work situation changed. (coughs) What I read about it, what, what I read of it was, it started quite slow um and but the issues i've read i've enjoyed and the wedding issue was good and the honeymoon issue was good which was a fight between thing and the hulk which is why i read that one and um yeah so i think i i think it's pretty good i mean people i know still reading it really enjoy it but honestly i've just had to drop it so hey, they got married again who, who got yeah, married um, oh the the thing and alicia Oh, okay. I thought you meant yeah. Reed and Sue, but um... no, because they have already been married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it is. It was Ben's turn to get married. It was very sweet, and there was a very nice little wedding issue. So. So some kid wants him to help. He says there's stuff going down in the subway, and the things like, last time I helped, one of you punks dropped a bucket of slime on my head. So why would I? Yeah. Yeah, street kids. Nah, it's just like. Yeah. Seems a bit gruff of him, but hey. But hey, I mean, he needs to poop. He did not. <laughs> la- well, maybe they should get the cat litter before it's urgent. <laughs> the, the thing strikes me as a pretty gruff character. Yeah, he can be, um, but he always goes to help. I mean, he yeah. still goes to help. Exactly, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so they Actually, go down. And- he's the the thing is commonly always helping the common guy. Yeah. Where. Reed like wouldn't be bothered unless there was a superhero incident, you know, that needed superheroing. Other than that, Reed can't be bothered. Where, I mean, the thing will take care of a serial mugger. Yeah, yeah, he's always no problem hanging out with like uh, the kids of the street as well, like looking after the local poker games, all kinds of stuff. Is he still the richest one? Who Reed? No, the thing. Uh, I mean, I don't keep up with Fantastic. I, like I don't it, know because the last I knew was like Johnny inherited everything, and then they all came back. So I don't really know where everything stands. Because uh, in one issue, somebody somehow like broke the Fantastic Four, so everything was uh, confiscated. All their money, all their assets, the building, everything was taken from Reed, and because of his marriage and his brother-in-law everything that they had also because of the marriage was also confiscated but from the get-go everything he's created everything he's ever done everything that's produced money ben Grimm has gotten a 25 percent share of it just because that's how reed rolls and because ben Grimm was not family and not by, not by marriage they weren't able to touch his money so Everybody was broke and wiped out, but Ben still had all his money, and he didn't even know he had a bank account. Well, I know when Johnny inherited, he inherited a lot. <clears throat> so I, I don't know. That'd be another of those. Who knows? They probably ignored any continuity and just who, you know. I doubt anyone at Marvel really knows who which of them is the richest right now. <laughs> but the kid does persuade after Ben buys the. Unknown origin kitty litter <laughs> to go into the sewers to find out what's going. Well, not sewers, the subway. Subway, yeah. So what's going on? And it definitely looks like they're in an abandoned subway. Yeah. So they're down in the subway uh, at midnight, and there's Sorry. the kids. The kids going. Um, Sorry, you said midnight. Yeah, down at the tube station at midnight. It was a little joke in there, but carry uh, on. Oh, okay. So yeah. the kids saw me had is like one of his friends. They, they found this dude who was like covered in coloured fuzz, which is kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. And um, apparently he came out of nowhere. He was talking in Chinese or something, and he grabbed Ruby, his friends. They couldn't see them anymore. I was freaked out, man. Dude was crazed. And they mm-hmm. find Ruby, and she's doing that creepy like hunched over pose, and they touch her, and blah, 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 blah. she's all covered in spores and stuff and 
Yeah. The she things like, yeah, nice. get behind me. And the things like, I'm not going to fight her. And he doesn't. He doesn't do anything. He just kind of falls over. Yeah. And thinks just trying to... So he starts taking her away. Because she's like full on collapsed. Yeah. He's covered her with a jacket. And uh, yeah, he's taking her to the hospital. Yeah, because he's clever enough to know not to touch anyone who looks that gross. Yeah. I wouldn't take her to the hospital. I'd take her to Reed. Mm. Um... Yeah, honestly, I'm actually surprised how long it took him to call Reed. I would have think I would have thought with Ben's and his experience, as soon as that girl turned around and looked like that, he would have been like, "Uh, Reed, <laughs> <laughs> we have a situation here." <laughs> and at this point, a bunch of he has to hand the girl over to the kid because a bunch of moloids break through, and he this is how this is when he calls Reed. And he's yep. doing his typical, ooh, I'm in the middle of an experiment, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm busy ignoring my wife and family. How can I help you? Classic read. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, she's sitting next to him, so. Uh, but, yeah, he's fighting off a bunch of moloids, and we have, so he's essentially filled him in on the situation. The Fantastic Four are on their way yeah. in the Fantastic Car, which we remember uh, got stolen Power Man and Iron Fist, and they have to get it back from those purple villains. <laughs> but we have Mole Man making his entrance. Yep. And now, Mr. Grimm. And he basically says that not only is there somebody around there covered in this crap, touching people and infecting them, but the diseased man kind of takes you over. But he broke free. He broke free from the takeover and ah, yeah, great. Broke free temporarily, mm-hmm. yeah. but it might be an important detail later. So who knows? But uh, yeah, he does this big leap in the air, <laughs> like goes to whack him with yeah. his stick, um, and the thing just punches him away. Uh, but obviously, good the things, things made... have been all over him. So, so I'm going to assume the things are mean to infection unless he gets some in his mouth or something because he is made of rock. So. Yeah, he doesn't really have anything to infect. Mm. Yeah. His eyes, maybe. You know, I'm sure. But uh, the Fantastic Four come in. Or in protective gear, because Reed don't fool around. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't fool around yet. Yeah. They should be wearing protective helmets. They should be wearing <laughs> protective helmets, not just little breathing masks. Like full-on hazmat suits, yeah. I would yeah. Yeah. Um or has bat suits, because Batman has a has bat suit. I was reading Justice League recently, and I found it quite a good Here we go. John, Johnny Storm gives us the correct term of moloid. So it's not a molite or a mole uh, man. Moloid. It's a moloid. Right. We are not the fantastic guys, guys. I'm sorry. But we do like them. So, you know. Uh, but, yeah. So they're fighting them, and then what looks like to be... The guy, not Patient Zero, but the guy who escaped, he's like, help me, please. So Reed walks right up to him. (laughs) Which is like, like, I enjoyed this issue, but that's pretty dumb. Yeah. Diagnosing him, oh, it looks like we have some type of skin infection, trouble breathing, sensitivity, light, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Like, if this... I mean, this is Reed Richards. I don't think he would just walk up to them and... No, I don't either. Um, I'm just, I have to get a bit outraged for the sake of Reed Richards fans, so I'm sure are really annoyed <laughs> at him doing this. Uh, so he walks right up to the dude, and surprise, surprise, the dude grabs onto him, and he gets infected. And then says, don't let him touch you. <laughs> and then Johnny flies into him like a hothead. Ha ha. And then he gets grabbed. Um, and Sue's, like, trying to cover everyone in a bubble. Yeah, which possibly would have been a good idea, again, immediately. to um, Yeah. Because, yeah. like, Reed could have gone up and looked at him, but with a force field around him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so I'd, <laughs> like, to, I'd like to stand up for the two of these, these two brilliant scientists. Like, you expect Johnny and the thing to occasionally do impetuous things. Like, yeah. um, not that they're dumb, because they're, they're not. 
but like Reed's at sort of super genius level and and Sue's not far out um you know and the fact that they've both got skills that you know, like Reed could like first of all why aren't they in hazmat suits second of all she can make force fields yeah but anyway so, like yeah I mean if this is another if this is like another Fantastic Four comment she'd be like hang on Reed let me put a force field around this guy yeah so or he'd be fa- like Sue cover um. me <laughs> you know yeah. one or the other um, but, like, Sue actually, while she doesn't do that, at least she doesn't get infected kind of stupidly because she's in a bubble. Yeah. She does stop it getting worse. And But the stuff, like, goes under the... Yeah. Because you can kind of see the stuff is going from his leg to under the ground, and then it comes up under her and grabs yeah. her. And the thing is quite upset at this yeah. new development. So I have to wonder, is this part of his original power or can he do this because he just touched Reed so I have um, to wonder here what this guy can possibly do I think yeah. it's because he touched Reed because then he also doesn't he let out with like an energy blast yeah so yeah. after yeah. touching yeah. Johnny yeah so well, like is it after touching Johnny or is he just doing it anyway maybe he is the super scroll who knows mm. wasn't he hanging out with the Heil 3 at some point he was, yeah. yes. Just saying. And Sue actually does says it appears that he's absorbing their powers. Yeah, it, yeah. So I just assumed that, but I don't know if the energy blast is Johnny because he'd be flame. So sort of a weird thing here, like. But that might also be a weird coloring thing. So who knows? But you're right; it looks energy blast to me. I think there might be a bit of a kerfuffle here because she's holding Reed in a bubble while Johnny's flying, but then she's only holding Johnny in a bubble and not Reed, and Reed is like, I don't know, like, the thing's talking like Reed, and he's like, please help me, I'm trapped, it hurts, and it's going with Reed's voice. I, so think, it's like, the, Reed... I think the help me, I'm trapped, it hurts is the orig- is patient zero. Oh, no, it's not, because he's saying, Cause you help me. Yeah, yeah but uh, yeah, Reed's, like, on the ground. Confusing. So, uh, but anyway, he buggers off. Yeah, anyway, so thing gets uh, it, the... Patient zero thing gets to. Yeah. And we go to the home of Daniel Rand, Manhattan, New York, and it's like well, night time. Uh, His nice loft Danny, apartment, remember, with the dragon. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's there anymore. No, the, he I think, I think yeah, he, he let the dragon be where the dragon needs to be. Which was awesome. That totally made up for those two mediocre issues with Shang-Chi. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, so he can hear someone sneaking around. Yeah, he's in bed alone, we should point out. Just yes, he's... For, in case they were playing up the Danny Playboy. Yeah, because he, he's in bed with people. Before, it it but... happens, you know. But he's... Which I, is... You know, I just, I'm just trying to be specific about him. Which I guess that started happening in Living Weapon, and then it happened in Phantom Limb. But, like, those and it two... happened in Defend... Was it in Defenders? Oh, well, no, maybe not. I actually didn't read Defenders. Oh, I love Defenders. Um, Somebody request Defenders, please. Matt Fraction Defenders uh, is really good. Oh, no, I've, I've read that one. Yeah, that's what I mean. I thought you meant the recent uh, kind of Vendors Netflix tie-in. Oh, I read that and it was trash. Okay. <laughs> no, to be fair, okay, I, will, I, will, I have to elaborate now. It's written fine and everything about it is fine, but it goes nowhere. It's just kind of like Here's a comic. And it's got an amazing uh, fight scene. It's got some amazing, really well-drawn fights. And um, mm-hmm. Danny's not terrible in it or anything. It's just, uh, it just doesn't go anywhere. It literally is made to go, these are your characters from Netflix. Here, we've chucked them all in a comic. And you just end up going, okay. But uh, oh, I, I was so just unmoved by it. Danny's not terrible because Bendis is known to treat Danny. No, not and well. it even has some, it has had some nice interactions with Jessica and Danny as well, with her okay. saying, you know, you know, I love you, really, kind of thing. It's 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 quite yeah. yeah. It's it's actually no, he doesn't treat him badly enough. <coughs> well, he doesn't um, his back. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Um. So Danny, uh, yeah, he finds Sparrow, and she's like. But your entire world is about to be destroyed, Daniel Rankai. And he's like, ah, of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> now, now that's a properly centered Mohawk. <laughs> it looks exactly the same as it does in the first panel to me. It still looks off centered to me. 
looks center line to me there looks better. Okay, well, I'm really glad that that's the thing you got issue. stuck on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Danny's like, mind if I put up some pants on before we save the day? Uh, so, yeah, and to be continued. Uh, I'm glad we don't have to wait too long to find out what's going on. Um, because look, I mean, this is this is like a popcorn flick equivalent, yeah. Of you know a comic, but I'm fine with that. It's like a weekly thing. I can munch, 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 enjoy my, you know. I'm just glad Iron Fist is in it. It's so weird, uh, but I'm glad it's prison because yeah, I never thought yeah. Iron Fist lore would be the center of a viral infection, but it's something that they totally should do because there's so much untapped Kunlun stuff, you know. Um, so I'm glad we're getting a bit of mm-hmm. lore expansion. Uh, so, yeah, and our next Contagion 2 seems to be Power Man and Iron Fist. Yeah. Which will be fun, you know, I'm on Yancey Street. Street. Yep. I'm pretty sure the thing is in it as well. Um, yeah. I, I See, I thought the art was good throughout. Like, so you know, it was I. a bit... I thought it was fine. I like... I, I thought the faces were good, and the action was good. I really like the colouring. It was um, very crisp. Yeah, it seems, like, really crisp. And like I said, there's a lot of comics right now where the art puts me off. Um, so it's kind of nice that I didn't get that. I mean, that being said, I guess they could have gone with more stylized art since they're doing a horror thing. Yeah, I like it. Um, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not expecting, like... Shakespeare from this, so... Uh, Good, really. Yeah. But because people probably wouldn't enjoy it if it was Shakespeare, unless they were me. <laughs> I, I like Shakespeare. Shakespeare. So. You know, like Shakespeare. Um, yeah. His, his bald mullet. <laughs> uh, but, yes, anyway, that was the first issue. Uh, you know, it's promising. Like, I mean, I guess my big complaint is the Fantastic Four being really stupid. Because, you know... Actually, they could have, like, if they have them not act stupid, then you could have really creative ways to infect them. Mm-hmm. Instead of just, like, grabbing them, you know? Mm. But, uh, it is what it is. And then we have, like, a little thing about uh, Brisson at the end saying how much he loves horror movies and comic books, and he likes writing a horror movie comic book series. Yay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the issue. It's nothing too crazy. I guess we'll see what happens next week. And everyone's like, oh, they're just ripping off Deceased. It's aping Deceased. Just shut up. <laughs> okay, because well, if we're going to go clear, down that road... It clearly seems to be the comic this one's up against in terms of uh, similarity, but it's not. Um, I think when we saw Contagion initially announced, it was like, oh, no, another <laughs> zombie book. Apologies for the swearing. Um... <laughs> But so I'm kind of glad it isn't. Yeah, it's the most likely to happen. I'm the Brit, so like we swear the most. (laughs) By the way, if anyone's seen the preview for the new Constantine, Mm -hmm. full of swearing, we love it. Uh, What the book? Yeah, we're getting a we're getting a British writer, and there's a lot of very good swearing in it. Oh brother! Yeah. Oh bollocks! Yeah. I mean, um, this but yeah. And... So I'm kind of glad this is, um, and it's also not alternate universe. And yes, exactly. It's, it's, it's a nice little, us. yeah. It's it's a little niche, little. I think you're right. Run up to Halloween comic to say they've done something, but instead of it just being like, you know, they often do those little compilations where everyone writes short stories. This yeah. one feels. This one feels like it's going to be a lot more satisfying. Whether I like every aspect of it or not because I, yeah, I yeah. agree with you about Johnny and um, Sue but um, it just feels like we're actually getting a proper story for better yeah. you know and, I, and obviously we love Iron Fist so we're a little bit biased here but you know it's kind of nice yeah, to see him being focused and centred and yeah like there's there's definitely a level of bias here because we're an Iron Fist podcast but like yeah. we're not used to Iron Fist having a role in any event ever <laughs> yeah there's certainly not so... a central one <laughs> That isn't just him being kidnapped, well, not kidnapped, but like him getting into trouble, yeah, and needing help and plus, from like you know people. It's the extra horror thing for me, so you know. But um, yeah, I feel like Marvel probably just went, "Hey, Brisson, can you write a horror comic?" Yeah, and he's I, like, sure. I agree, and, like, and he was like, "These are the characters I'd like to use. They're not being used anywhere else. Go for it." Yeah, 
Because, yeah, these definitely feel like Brisson's picks for characters. Oh, for not sure. Marvel's, uh, <laughs> so I doubt Marvel would be like, have Iron Fist, uh, Kumon release the zombie virus, and, yeah. So, you know, but, yeah, with DC, I mean, like, if we're going down that road... We're not okay, really, too much. You can do a little bit. But it's like, well, then, surely by that logic, DC deceased ripped off Marvel zombies... Which is, which is, to be, to be fair, that was yeah, right. one of the things people said right at the beginning. They were like, and oh, to is, be this, fair, is this Marvel Zombies? So The Flash does the exact same thing as Quicksilver did in Marvel Zombies. So. And um, and, to, and <laughs> Deceased isn't quite isn't really zombie zombies either. It's a slight twist on zombies, but yeah. Yeah. Well, you look, there's only so many ways you can do zombies and infection and, and like mass infection. And, you know and unfortunately, is. every Halloween we're going to get them from every company that can. You know, you're either going you've either got to do like uh, vampires, werewolves, zombies, ghosts. You know, you've got a limit to monsters. As, um, <laughs> what was pointed out to me, DC is the plot of Cell. Like they look at phone screens and stuff and get infected and turn into zombies. So I'm like, hey, how did I forget that Cell did that? (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so, you know, put aside all your stupid company wars and blah, 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 it's ripping off blah, 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 and, you know, just enjoy it if it's it's good. And, you know, I I enjoyed this, so I guess we'll see where it goes. Uh, I enjoyed it more than Ed Brisson's Ghost Rider, unfortunately, which also came out. I didn't read that, but I'm not a big... uh, I, I kind of like Robbie is, like the time mm-hmm. i didn't write i didn't read a lot of old ghost rider growing up in the same way i didn't read a lot of venom so for me like flash is still my favorite venom and robbie is still the ghost rider i know the most about doesn't mean i don't love like the other ones i just don't yeah not enough to go and buy comics specifically about them um, i mean just you know so i i i don't know and i don't know enough about them to say which ghost rider i like best but i know robbie best so I just thought the art was kind of basic for what it was, and it was just not that interesting, which is a real shame, because... And plus, I feel like, yeah, I just need to know too much about Ghost Rider continuity to enjoy it, so... Right. Yeah. Well, speaking anyway, of other, other books, Bizarre Adventures number one came out. Oh, I saw uh, it, but I, what was that one about? Was it is it a new comic, or is it a reprint? Uh, it's all new. There's new stories in there, but, you know, oh, it's a shout-out to the I Bizarre Adventure these. magazine that came yeah. out in the 80s. And inside, there is a cool Shang-Chi story and a cool Dracula story. I saw there was a Ulysses Bloodstone. Yep. Um, but that's, yeah, the, I, that's the I, first I, story. I got confused when I was in the shop yesterday and didn't know if it was a new... If it was all new stuff, or re- I don't know why. I just was like, oh, I'll just buy something else instead. Oh, it's Becky Cloonan oh. did the Dracula one. All brand new. There's a Black Goliath story, too. I might pick it up. Thank you. But uh, there's a really cool... I think uh, I Am Iron Fist on Facebook may have posted, uh, like, there's a double-page fight scene for the Shang-Chi story. Where it's very like what they've done with Iron Fist in the past, or like, like breaking down like monkey's claw and stuff like that with every attack move. That makes sense because it's, a, it's such a good, um, it's a really nice way of doing it. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be, I'm not surprised other people have been like, yeah, let's do that as well. I'll still say my favorite bit from Phantom Lin is when his hand was using those kung fu moves mm-hmm. on him. Yeah, that <laughs> like was just fun. by itself. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so for episode 100, guys, definitely uh, let's do like a Q&A. So just ask us questions. It can be for all of us or one of us, whatever. You can ask and we'll Carl all the... about his Iron Fist collection. Uh, and the you, don't, you don't have enough show. <laughs> <laughs> ask him very ask specific Carl, questions yeah. about his Iron Fist collection. Tell us about your Iron Fist collection. Tell us about the 80s. Tell us about those cups of coffee you like. Um, Shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> um but yeah, no, definitely. Uh, ask, ask us about ask, whatever. Ask um, ask Connor all about Benders, please. Yeah, totally. His I favorite Benders. Yeah, exactly. At, or, think, or about the uh, Danny Misty relationship. There you go. I mean, I'm just I'm not. Eh. Well, that's why that's why he wants to cover the Ultimate Spider-Man story because there's Misty's not in it. <laughs> I mean, I, Dan, I Dan, Danny and Colleen, and they have a kid. I dislike Colleen and 
Danny much more than I dislike. I should hope Danny. so. Blimey. Relationship. Um, blimey, crikey. Blimey. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, ask us questions. Give us Q&A. If you have any specific requests as to what you want us to do, something you want us to do on episode 100, do that too. But, uh, yeah, make sure you do. Otherwise, I'll have a short episode. So, uh, <laughs> otherwise, yeah, and you get also, our choice. Doubly make sure you read Iron Fist the Phantom Limb if you haven't read it yet or if you feel like rereading it because I think it's quite good uh, before the episode because we do have Phantom Limb related content mm-hmm. in there. Um, if you're really smart, you can figure it out. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Um, so <coughs> it was fun. We'll see you guys hopefully next week, if not in two weeks. Uh but until next time, don't approach some guy who's obviously infected with some horrible virus, like beyond leprosy, just things growing out of yeah, him. Yeah, don't do you know, it. Without a hazmat and suit. And try and stay away from Mole Man generally. <laughs> yeah, generally do that as well. Because he's never good news. Yeah, and don't trust people from Cotton Yeah. You stink. Yeah. They're All shady. Right. Well, I like Very. Sparrow, so you can trust her. I mean, if we're just going by a ratio of trustworthy leaders... To be fair, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, until next time, see ya. See you. Adios. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Sons of the Dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl. Just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. I'd like to thank Thomas Tissot for composing the Iron Fist theme song we use at the start of our Iron Fist episodes on the podcast. I'd also like to thank Peter John Sikorsky for composing the Power Man and Iron Fist theme we use at the start of our Power Man and Iron Fist episodes. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening. <laughs>